Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Thought Bubbles with Jack. Thank you Stephen for the amazing recommendation. I think I'm going to like this new title very much. Um, it's very applicable to how this this works um, because it really is just thought bubbles that come and go. So what are we talking about today, Jack? Well, today I think I'm going to talk about relationships, not just romantic ones. So please don't scoff and turn this off. I promise um, I will be talking about a whole lot of different relationships and how I navigate them in the 21st century as a very mentally ill person. Listen, it is so hard to navigate the world, just the world. And then relationships like, oof. Now, even my friendships are really hard. Like, I don't know how to explain it. People with BPD, borderline personality disorder, y'all know what I'm talking about. It is so hard to maintain friendships and relationships because it's this all or nothing way of thinking. Very black or white. And, you know, I try so hard to balance that and stay somewhere in the middle but it doesn't always work like that, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, I'm either super attached to people or I just kind of want them to go away. And that's terrible. I don't want to be like that. And I am working on myself every day so that I'm not that kind of person. Um, and I think I fake it pretty well. I don't know. I mean, I don't like being fake, but sometimes you have to chameleon to survive, you know? Speaking of relationships, sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. You know, I think my longest friendship is my friend Kathy. Hi, Kathy, if you're listening. Um, that's probably my longest friendship, and that's been since high school, um, as far as people that I still talk to every single day. And that's hard. Like, I see people who have had friends since grade school or childhood, and, you know, I want that. I want that as much as the next person. That sounds nice. Like getting to know people from scratch. Ugh. Number one reason I hate dating. But we'll get to that momentarily. And the thing is, is I love relationships. I love friendships. I love familial relationships. I love them all. I'm just really bad at it. And it's really hard to tell if it's me, which it very well could be. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm perfect. I've never done anything wrong. That is just a bold-faced lie. But I'm not the worst, you know? And I think a lot of people have that feeling. And if you do, that's nice. And it's not nice because it's nice. It's nice because it, I don't feel so alone. And I guess that's part of why I started this podcast. is just so I don't feel so alone. And people out there don't feel so alone. Because it is a crazy fucked up world out there. And we're all just barely floating along, waiting for somebody that can walk on water. Wow, that whole quote just popped into my head. If you know what that's from, you get bonus points. Um, but yeah, relationships, relationships. I, it's so hard to stay on one topic because my brain just goes into a million different directions. But yeah, my longest friendship is with someone from high school. And I struggle with that even sometimes. Like maintaining it because like I said I'm an all or nothing person so I either want to talk to you nonstop, all day every day or I just kind of forget you exist and that's more of the ADHD I think but you know 
this isn't therapy. This is, well, it can kind of be therapy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to put you through that. Um, <laughs> that would be interesting to say the least. Um, but yeah, so friendships as a base, because I feel all relationships should start with friendship, um, on some level, whether it's romantic or familial or whatever, I feel like you should be friends with the people you love, um, first and foremost, but I'm not a professional. I'm not a relationship counselor. So that could be totally false, but I feel like everyone in my life that I've dated or felt any type of way about it started off as really good friends. So that's the starting point for a lot of relationships. And yet I can barely do that. What is up with that? Oh God. And then dating, dating in the 21st century. I, I say this all the time, but the dating pool has piss in it. It's got pee pee in it. It's bad. It's terrible. I hate it here. Dating websites. Are you kidding me? I recently got on Grindr for the first time because again, trans guy navigating the world as a gay man. That is a hellscape unlike any other. I won't share too many experiences because they're all about the same when you boil it down. Hey, dick pic, dick pic, dick pic. Sometimes they'll send you like five dick pics. It's overwhelming. I woke up to like 30 something messages one day and that's overwhelming. I can't handle that. And unfortunately, not a lot of them are attractive. Like, let's be honest. I would not phonicate with many of the people that message me and that sounds shallow as hell but like come on the first thing I'm learning about you is your dick size okay I don't want that that's boring I do sex work I've seen so many peepees so many dicks I don't want to see anymore I don't want to see nothing I want to see your face and I want a well thought out well typed out MLA format <laughs> resume giving me reasons why I should even give you my time. I don't think resumes come in that format, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so hard just talking to myself because I go off on so many tangents, but I guess that's kind of the purpose of this podcast. I don't know. I'm actually wearing pants this time, so you should be proud of me. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, Grinder is a hellhole. Tinder is a different kind of different, <laughs> um, I've just got a lot of people that just don't, I'm, I'm too masculine for them. And that's, that's like a whole other thing with dating. Not only am I mentally ill, I've got the BPD that makes it hard because I'm either all or nothing. You know, I either want to like crawl inside of your flesh and live with you in your body, or I want to just have nothing to do with you really. So that's what I'm dealing with. And then I'm trans. So there's a lot of people that either disrespect my identity and still treat me as a woman, a girl, or I have people on the opposite end of the spectrum that are very straight and very much not attracted to my masculine vibes, which is funny because it's kind of weirdly validating because I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, presenting enough masculine energy that people are reading me as a dude, which I'm not really a dude dude. I don't really consider myself a trans man. I'm a trans boy because I still identify as non-binary, but whatever. 
we won't get into that nitty gritty. That'll be for another episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's some people that I'm just too much of a dude for them. And that sucks because, I mean, like I said, it's weirdly validating, but it also sucks because like the people I'm attracted to tend not to be attracted to me. And that hurts. That hurts a lot. Especially I live in a very small area. Not a lot of queer diversity, I guess you could say. There's there's just not a whole lot. And if there is, I've probably already met them. So not a whole lot out there. And that's ooh, depressing. That was a depressing sentence I just said. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you hear crazy noises in the background, that is because my cat is going absolutely apeshit right now. Don't know why, but that's fine. You know what? I feel bad for my cat because she has had so many men come in and out of her life. Do you think she's sad? I hope not. Anyway, you know what? That is another thing about relationships. When they meet your pets, when you meet their pets, that is a different kind of bond. When you get close to their pets, fuck their family, their pets, because that is the shit I miss. That is the shit. When I think about some of my exes, I'm like, man, I hope their dog is okay. I hope their whatever is okay. That's just the way my brain works. I'm a weirdo. What can I say? You know, pets are important. Those are relationships I could talk about too. There's all kinds of relationships. Not just romantic or physical or friendly or whatever. There's a lot of different ones. And, um... You know, I'm trying to think of all the different kinds of relationships and what I can say about each one. Um, you know what kind of relationships I love. And I've only recently kind of started falling into this, but I love found family. I love found family so much. So very much. Found family relationships are so important. Especially in a time where I feel like a lot of people have not so great relationships with their biological family and especially again being a queer person it can be really difficult to have a decent relationship with your family and then you know the great thing is is you can find a new one not literally of course but you know you can find friends that really make you feel special and safe and loved and that's a great feeling um you know I get frustrated with romantic relationships and stuff like that but I find pouring my love and my devotion and my commitment into friendships can be just as rewarding as doing that with romantic relationships and then again I'm somewhere on the asexual aromantic spectrum so I'm that's a bold-faced lie. Like, okay. <laughs> I am, but I'm not. I love love in all its shapes and forms and all of that. But I also am very picky. And again, not in a super duper shallow way. I just, I know what I want. I know what I don't want. And, you know, there are dating sites out there where you can like put all that in. And But even then, it's like compatibility what does that mean if it's there it's there if it's not it's not you know I've had people I've had less than three things in common with and I've you know 
had a great relationship. So it just depends. Anyway, point being, I find that I value my friendships just as much as romantic conquests and romantic relationships. So that's nice. That is a nice place to be with myself because I am a hopeless romantic. I love love. I am ready to settle down. You know, I'm 26. Oof. Oof. I know people older than that are like, what are you complaining about? It's like, listen, I don't know if you heard my whole tantrum, tantrum, my whole tangent. That's the word I was looking for. My whole tangent on being mentally ill and all that stuff. When you're sick one way or another, whether it be chronically ill, mentally ill, whatever, when you feel that for most of your life, living past 18, living past 20, that it seems like a big accomplishment. And it seems like a lot of time has passed. But anyway, <laughs> this is what you came here for. Tangents and rambling and, you know, whatever. I might repeat myself 20,000 times and hopefully you'll still listen because I like this. It gets all my thoughts out and maybe someone out there will find something they relate to. Um, but yeah, so back to what I was saying. Um, if you find yourself full of love with nowhere to give it or nowhere to put it, I should say, try just pouring that love into yourself and other people. Cause that's another important relationship that I haven't gone to yet. And that's the relationship with yourself. And I struggle a lot with this because I get so frustrated with myself because I'm forgetful or I get so overwhelmed that my brain just kind of shuts down or all these little things that I could pick apart about myself. But really, I'm not so bad. Am I perfect? No, but I'm not so bad. I've got lots of people that care about me and you do too. I'm sure of it. We're all just floating around on this big blue marble trying our best and give yourself some love, you know, give yourself some flowers. I know that Miley Cyrus song is all the rage right now and it's true. You can buy yourself flowers. It's not the same, but it kind of is because you have flowers and you thought of yourself and you're like, oh, I would like these. You know, sometimes treat yourself almost like you're dating yourself. I've taken myself out on dates before and it is so fun. Like, it's a little weird at first because, you know, you're by yourself in a fine dining, a restaurant or whatever. Uh, it doesn't have to be fine dining, but I like to go to like a nicer restaurant. And, you know, you're all by yourself and it can feel a little awkward. But hey, fuck it. Put it in the fuck it bucket. That's what I say. And you can practice all of the healthy relationship things like patience, communication, things like that with yourself. Because I hate to say it because it's the most annoying cliche, but it's really hard. I don't want to say you can't love someone if you don't love yourself because that's just not true. But it's really hard to love someone when you are pouring from an empty cup. When you are lacking that love and devotion to yourself. Because at the end of the day, you are responsible for yourself. No one's going to come save you. No one's going to come give you the magic answer. I wish that was how it was, but it's just not that way. So 
if you're okay with yourself and you're comfortable with yourself and you love yourself, you don't have to love yourself every day or as hard as humanly possible, but love yourself. Wake up every day and just say, I love me. And that goes a long way. My relationships have changed a lot since I've really worked on pouring love into myself as much as other people because whether it be trauma or mental stuff or whatever, just life stuff, um, it is really hard to unlearn certain behaviors like loving people unconditionally and pouring so much of yourself into them that you're exhausted. Relationships shouldn't be exhausting. Friendships shouldn't make you feel tired. You shouldn't have to force anything. You know, it's just, gosh, why is it so difficult to be a person? <laughs> I'm just sitting here talking and I'm like, wow, there's so many places where love comes from and love goes. And I'm actually about to read a book. I started reading it a little bit. It's by Bell Hooks and it is called All About Love. And it is about love. And I probably should have read that before doing this, but um, fuck it. <laughs> Putting that in the fuck it bucket as well. Um, but yeah, I I think we have a lot to learn about love and how we love and how we navigate relationships. Because like I said, even friendships are hard, you know. It's hard to start them. It's hard to maintain them. You know, we, we start off our lives in school and that's where we meet a majority of our friends. And there's work. Don't get me wrong. I've met a lot of great friends through workplaces, but it's different. You know, it's almost like you're forced to be together. Like you're, you're friends out of necessity. It's different when you meet friends as an adult or a person of any age outside of your your normal comfort zone. I feel like those can be a little bit more rewarding and more fun. You can learn a lot more, you know. But how do you make friends as an adult outside of work and school? That is a question I will ask myself until the end of time. And granted, going to places where you share common interests and shit like that is always good. Um, but, you know, it's still hard. It's It's really hard to maintain it. That's the problem I struggle with is maintaining it. I can, I can be friends with just about anybody. If I'm being honest, I am a very friendly person, but maintaining it, that is the hard part. And that is the thing that I'm going to be struggling with probably forever, but that's what therapy's for. <laughs> and thankfully the people in my life understand and hopefully the people in your life do too. Well, I think I've rambled enough. Did we come to any conclusions? No, not really. I just love love. I love relationships. I love meeting new people. Um, dating is hard. <laughs> I don't uh, have zero advice, zero anything as far as dating because fuck that shit. I, I'm kind of in a phase of my life, an era of my life, if you want to call it that, where I kind of just want to like be a really cool local character that's just like single forever like not in a depressing way just like I don't know it's just like a mystery like no one ever knows what my love life is like I don't know but I have a lot of friends and that's that's what I'm looking for 
I want to surround myself with friends and good vibes. Yeah, we're at 20 minutes. So I think that's a good place to stop. I'm like slowly working my way to the 30 minute mark. 30 minutes is where I want to be eventually, but it's getting, it's getting there. Um, it's just hard to talk about nothing and everything for 30 minutes at a time by myself without anyone like giving me feedback. So hopefully you enjoyed this second episode of Thought Bubbles with Jack. I'm enjoying this a lot. It's a great outlet. Um, and I'm on Spotify. We're on Spotify. That's so cool. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening and I will yak at you next time. See ya.